What's going on, lovely people? Welcome into the show. You're tuned in with Fred and Dre, and this is The Flea Flicker Show. What's going on, Fred? What up, Dre? Uh, liking that L on your forehead. Looks really good on mm. you, sporting it. Um, yeah. Um, Red October, baby. Uh, playoff baseball. Let's go, Phils. Uh, I hope Talia is happy. This is not taped this week, so hopefully it comes off or my job will uh, probably be talking to me later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four weeks in a row, I suppose. Just say uh, you fell asleep at a party and someone wrote on your forehead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was at that soccer game, so maybe maybe a party happened afterwards. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of the rowdy fans just held you down and wrote an L on your forehead. Maybe they were very yeah. yeah. Week six picks. We're getting through the season pretty quick here. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, the Eagles and Niners remain undefeated. There's a couple teams that look dead in the water. We mentioned them last week. We'll probably mention them again this week. Um, the AFC North and the AFC South are wide open, and the NFC South is in a three-way tie with the Bucks, Falcons, and Saints. The only team not tied in that group is the Panthers. Yeah, they don't even have a win for Panthers. Speaking of the Panthers, though, even though they're 0-5, they said that they're looking to trade for a number one receiver. So I kind of wanted to throw out some names that they could possibly be looking at. Um, shoot them. Yeah. I don't I know got, that they'll help, but shoot them. Three, four, five. I put six, six or seven names on here. So let's just go through them. Um, Hollywood Brown and Rondale Moore, both from the Cardinals, I put on here. I are those number one receivers? Are they is a good question. I don't Would know. Would they be better than what Adam Thielen is doing? I feel like they're just on par with DJ Sharp. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good point. That is a good point. But I do think they want just some more talent in that, in that, uh, on that team on the field. So. I mean, Hollywood Brown, I think he's in the final year of his contract, so he wouldn't be a terrible choice. He had a good game, pretty solid game, and he's real talented. I yeah, I agree, though. I don't know if he's a number one. He's probably just another number two, yeah. you know? Same with, Ron, well, Rondell Moore. Uh, he might be even, like, a three lower par than Hollywood. Or a four. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. But maybe they could get those guys for, like, a lower pick. I don't know. Because they don't have a first-round pick <laughs> to trade for this number one receiver they want. Um, a couple other Honestly, names. Though. Trade Adam Thielen. The dude's old. What is he like? Thirty-four. Yeah, he's older for sure. He's too old for football. I mean, he's performing well right now, but he's being hyper-targeted, like fifteen targets a game. Trade Adam Thielen. He doesn't fit your long-term goal. Like, good point. You have a young team. Get rid of the thirty-four-year-old receiver for a pick. You could get a mid-round pick for him. Yeah, yeah, they could. That would take away their only like proven receivers right now, but so what? they suck. But they're zero and five. <laughs> they could just they could be tanking for uh, for Marvin Harrison if they want a number one receiver. They'll, right? They'll need a first round pick for that though. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't have the first. That's unfortunate. Trade him. Trade trade Miles Sanders. Maybe pass them both together. They gave up a lot for Bryce Young, basically. Um, yeah. A couple more names though. I got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy from the Broncos. Those are two names to watch out for, for sure. The Broncos did say that they're not trading them, but like we said in the last uh, recording, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, one thing to say about that is Jerry Judy apparently is following like a shitload of Panthers players. 
So I feel like that might be a little sign. Watch for that. I don't know. Um, another player, Devontae Adams from the Raiders. He's definitely a number one receiver. He'd, he'd fit that offense. He is a little older, but he's, hey, he's number one. Really good. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, for him, uh, he doesn't want to trade, get traded, apparently. He's got, I guess he said that he's in Vegas because his, like, he's got a bunch of family there and oh, he yeah. doesn't really want to move from them. So I don't really see that trade happening. And as long as McDaniels is there, he's probably not going to want to trade his number one receiver either. But he might not be there at the end of the year. Who knows? Um, also, maybe Hunter Hunter Renfro on the Raiders, but he's not really he's not number, number one. He's basically feeling 2.0. <laughs> um, and then one other player I just kind of threw on here right before we started recording, actually. Um, also not a number one, but Mikol Hardman from the Jets. Apparently the Jets are uh, throwing him on the trade block. So I thought, eh, maybe the Panthers will throw like a seventh round. It's rounder. a little shifty option, but he's not a, yeah. not a number one. Yeah, he's younger, quick, could be a guy. Because I don't think they're going to get a number one, to be honest. M- maybe Jerry Judy, like we said, he followed Panthers. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about any of that? I mean, I think it's a stupid decision for the Panthers to try to trade for a wide receiver. I mean, five, yeah. I don't... Like a wide receiver is somehow the, what's holding them back and keeping them at 0-5. Uh, it's not that they give up like 30 points a game. It's not that uh, Bryce Young just isn't a good quarterback. It's not that they don't have protection on the offensive line. They can't get an off-run game going at all. And they have Miles Sanders they just gave a bunch of money to. So it's none of those factors, but it's that they don't have a number one receiver. Um, yeah, a terrible decision. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're going to actually go through with this. I feel like they thought they'd be better than 0-5, to be honest. But we'll see what happens. Keep Jerry Judy on your mind. That's basically what I'm getting getting out of this. Now, um, it's interesting you bring up like trade talks because there are a few teams that I think uh, should be selling off pieces. I think the Patriots are one of them. I think they should be selling off veterans on their team uh, and kind of going the youth route. Uh, I think they need like a full – Full rebuild. I mean, that division's too good for them to compete right now. Um, they don't have the quarterback to compete. They don't have stud receivers. They don't have uh, – I mean, they have – they had a decent offense a lot of the year, but they had some injuries. I think they could trade away some of the older guys there. Uh, I think the Vikings, potentially, with the loss of Justin Jefferson, you could see a Kirk Cousins move uh, if they don't Maybe. remain competitive in their division um, because they're likely not going to catch the Lions. So if they're not – if a wild card doesn't look like it could be in the foreseeable future with them, you could see them trading off cousins. Uh, there are some teams that could need the quarterback play. Yeah. Um, Falcons. You may yeah. see the Raiders try to offload Josh Jacobs. Um, mm. I could potentially see that. Um, Didn't yeah, just... a lot. A lot of the uh, yeah, but that doesn't uh, necessarily mean that he's not offered on the block. A lot of times, yeah. people trade guys, and because he's on a long-term deal, more teams are like more willing to acquire them because they know they're going to have them for a couple of years. They're not going to be a yeah. one-term rental. Um, and then the Broncos, they should not only trade away their top receivers, but they should trade away a lot of their defensive pieces. Uh, really anybody that doesn't fit with a full reset on that team, mm-hmm. they should get rid of uh, yeah. a lot of younger teams too. Like the Texans, they should trade Robert Woods. Uh, I mean, they have Collins, they have Tank Dell. Uh, they have Mechie in the background. Uh, that's a lot of Mechie's a really good talent who's just kind of sitting there waiting because Woods is holding that roster spot. But yeah, out there, like a lot of those younger teams that are in the building phase, those veterans who aren't real key difference makers don't really fit in my mind. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Robert Woods for sure doesn't really fit the Texans no. rebuild. Um, 
Another name I randomly thought about uh, that it probably wouldn't happen, but like the Titans, Tannehill, maybe even Derrick Henry, but they are like in the race in yeah. that division right now. So I, I don't It'll take more time to develop yeah. there for that. And yeah, um, if they if there if there is further separation there in that division, you could see King Henry on the move possibly um, because they are Halloween. giving they are giving Spears a lot of work. Uh, mm-hmm. as a rookie so they clearly trust Spears he's a little bit undersized but he's more of a Darren Sproles mode so I don't know that he can be a three down back but they mm-hmm. are giving him a lot of work but Tannehill yeah Tannehill should be on the move so should Hopkins would the Ravens trade for Derrick Henry? maybe they got running mm-hmm. back issues dude that'd be filthy the Bills, <laughs> the Bills. <laughs> I don't know um one one other trade that I saw going around I think Twitter maybe that kind of made me sad was apparently Saquon Barkley. A lot of people are talking about them because he is only on that one-year deal. deal. And they were kind of talking about not bringing him back. And he's a very good talent. So if they were to trade him, this would be the time. This would be the time. He could go. I, I tried to talk up him going to the Bills last year. I think that would be a great matchup. They do have Cooks, but but... Saquon is Saquon, you know, and he would make that def- offense that much nastier. Yeah, I mean, that can be a – if he went to the Bills, that's a situation like San Francisco last year getting McCaffrey. Um, mm. So, like, the Bills ha- – or the, the, the 49ers had Mitchell, who was a really good mm, running yeah. back for them. Um, and then they just traded for McCaffrey, and McCaffrey just set them over the top. So, like, if the Bills acquired Saquon Barkley and added him to that offense, dude, that's huge. That's massive. Like That'd make them – if they're not already a Super Bowl contender, which I think they are, that would definitely make them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's all I got, though, for trades in my head. For receivers, I could see the Chiefs acquiring a receiver because no one in that that's offense true. No, is stepping point. up besides Kelsey. So, I mean, they have a lot of young young names there. So, like, Rashi Rice did something this week, but Sky mm-hmm. Moore is not doing that much. Uh, uh, Kadarius Tony is sucking out there. He's terrible. Um, makes me happy every time. A lot of talent, but he just is not good. Uh, even when he gets targets, he's not doing anything with them. So uh, acquiring another receiver, like you could see a Hopkins go in there, try to get a ring for Hopkins in that offense, he would be disgusting. So yeah, he would. Patrick yeah, Mahomes throwing to Hopkins would be scary. I'd make them. That'd probably make them like a Super Bowl favorite for sure. If they're not already, <laughs> if they're not, I mean they're already. they're the repeating champs, so they have to be a favorite there at least top three. You got anything else before we get into it? No, let's get into the games, man. Ne- yeah, we talked about Jerry Judy a little. We talked about the Chiefs maybe trading for a top receiver. Guess what? Thursday night football, the Broncos are heading into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chiefs are kind of going to boop on them. We'll see what happens. Kelsey uh, was a little beat up last week. Uh, he's got that ankle injury. Hopefully that doesn't affect him too much in this game. I'm not sure if he's like on the injury report or not, to be honest. I'm sure he is, but hopefully he plays. If that does affect him, then it could make this, I don't know. I was going to say it could make it a sneaky game for the Broncos, but they're so bad. They're so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like a heavyweight going up against a featherweight. It, it's not a good matchup. Um, the Broncos are outcoached. Um, and we came into the season thinking Sean Payton was a really good coach. He's going to do a lot with the Broncos, and he has not. Andy mm-hmm. Reid is a Hall of Fame coach. He is yes, sir. probably the best coach in the NFL. Um, so this, this should be an easy game. Mahomes is a far better quarterback than Russell Wilson. Uh, doesn't matter if Kelsey's out or not. Mahomes is still going to spread around and do something. And 
with the way that Brees Hall tore the Broncos up last week, you could see another Isaiah Pacheco game. That's what I, yeah, that's what I have too. I, I think this is a watch, a Pacheco watch game. He could go off, and even if he's not going off, the Chiefs will probably pull ahead, and he'll be getting a lot of carries in the like third, fourth yeah. quarter. You know, agreed. So, yeah, I think it'd be a huge the Chiefs game. have an underrated defense. They should definitely be able to slow down the the, the Broncos' mod, moderately good attack. Um, yeah, yeah, they're decent they offense. Be, they should be the Chiefs. Uh, have you seen the? I'm sure you've seen it. Have you seen the uh, Andy Reid Pat Mahomes commercial where they're <laughs> when he when he. I laughed. His fingers go across the table and every single time. And then Mahomes like, (laughs) (laughs) I love that commercial. His his little mustache is moving up and down. He's like giving them nuggies. They're such a fun team. Even like, even if you like kind of hate on them for like, like, I want to root against them, but like Mahomes is very likable despite sounding like Kermit the Frog. But like, he's he's very likable. I love Andy Reid. I mean, obviously, being a Philly guy, love Andy Reid. Kelsey. Kelsey is – it's hard not to like Kelsey. Kelsey's a great guy. Uh, the Kelsey He's brothers is so funny. Like, their New Heights podcast is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're a fun team. They're a fun team. I like it. Um, let's move, though, Except to – Tony. Ex- yeah, screw Tony. I hate Kadarius Tony so much. Um, let's move, though, to the London game. Ravens, Titans, Tottenham, London. This is the the final London game, the trifecta of London games this year. Home game for the Titans, but not really. Um, this could be, I think, a defensive showdown in Tottenham that we see here. A um, couple of good defenses. Ravens have been there for a week now. The Ravens are really trying to get into the London feel, the atmosphere. They don't want to be like uh, what you, what jet lagged coming off the plane early. So yeah, they've been there. They're going to be there for a week before they even play the game. And the Titans have a different approach. They're practicing at home, uh, and then they're going to fly out there for the game. So that's uh, two different interesting strategies. <laughs> um, that I, I'm I kind of I kind of mess with the Ravens strategy a little more than the Titans, to be honest. But I don't know. Uh, basically, from this one, I said I'm going to trust Lamar and their kicker, Justin Tucker. Just a little bit more to get the dub in a defensive slow cooker. Like it. I like it. Um, Ravens, Titans going to London. I think Titans are taking a Titanic performance in this one. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of King Henry signs, and King Henry's going to erupt for a massive day. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, okay. I think it, I think it makes sense. Long live King Henry, right? So uh, I'm taking Titans. I agree it's a toss-up game for sure. I think the Titans could win it. I think D-Hop could make it interesting, to be honest. But the Ravens pooped on the Browns. The Titans got pooped on by the Browns. Ipso facto, the Ravens are going to win. I don't like that logic. You don't know about that logic? I don't know about that logic. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, let's move to 1 p.m. games. The Commanders are heading to Atlanta to face the Falcons. This could be a good one. Uh, you were talking to me about it before we recorded. Um, we're not we're not really sure about this one. It could go either yeah. way, really. Um, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm not really sure either. Uh, this can go either way. Um, I think Howell's the better quarterback, uh, but Washington looked really bad this week, at least on mm-hmm. defense. Um, and the Falcons have a good defense. The Falcons might, uh, should be able to slow down the passing attack and um, – I think uh, the Falcons give a lesson in aerial support uh, superiority here. So not really because I don't think Raiders is going to air it out. But I think the team with a better running game is going to do better. And I think that's going to be the Falcons. Uh, I think that's gonna, I think the 
both passing attacks, one's not good, and one is going to be kind of taken out of play because the Falcons ha- do have a good pass protection. So um, I-, I have the-, the Falcons winning it just because of running back superiority. All right, cool. That makes two splits. That makes me a little nervous after last week. But uh, the commanders have let receivers run wild on them uh, like all year so far. Can the Falcons capitalize on that is my question. I I, I I don't know. Drake London could pop off, but he hasn't really done much yet. I agree with you, though. Bijan could have a good game, um, but I'm still – I feel like I shouldn't. I really, like, in my head, I feel like I should pick the Falcons, but I, I'm just – I guess I'm trusting Howell and, like, Scary Terry, Logan Thomas to do just enough to have a fourth-quarter comeback and win a fun game. Yeah, this is just like one of those games where I'm just like, I don't really trust either team. So I don't yeah. really feel confident in either one. Uh, I just picked the one that I like more and I don't really like the Falcons, but I like Bijan. So I just picked Bijan for that. But um, I look at last week, like I really like the Texans offense and CJ Stroud didn't get a ton going uh, and he's a better quarterback than how. So I, I think mm-hmm. the Falcons defense can slow them down. Good points. I hope you're wrong. Let's move to <laughs> let's move to Chicago Vikings heading there in a divisional matchup that like before the season, I thought this would be a crap game. But after last week with the Vikings losing Jefferson and the Bears going off, this could be a good one. I don't know. Um, the Bears really showed up. They have a legitimate chance against a struggling Vikings team. And I just don't know what to think. I could definitely see the Bears taking it, but I'm going to trust Kirk to get to Addison for a huge breakout game for him. And a bit of a shootout here. That's that's basically what I'm thinking. But I feel like you're going to go against me again. I am going against you again. Um I am going with Dub Bears. Uh, I think the Vikings are going to get lost in the woods in this, and uh, the Bears are packing a picnic basket. So um, I think I think the Bears look really good last week, at least on offense. Vikings mm-hmm. can still put up points, but the Viking what has helped the Vikings this year is Justin Jefferson. Uh, he puts up like 150 yards a game. Uh, they don't have that threat now. Like you could see Addison, you could see Osborne do well, but they're not going to do what Justin Jefferson can do. And um, I mean DJ Moore the last two weeks is just absolutely out of his mind. So uh, I think he has another big day against a really bad Viking defense. And, and I think the Bears should take it. I think you're going to see some running from, from Justin Fields as well. I think it's a good day for both of those two. Yeah. The Vikings defense has definitely been suspect. So uh, your point is well taken. DJ Moore could definitely have another huge game with fields. And if that's the case, you kind of got to watch out for the bears to, to turn the ship around after a horrible start. Yeah. But it all starts here. Uh, three splits early for us, though. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very nervous about it. <laughs> Let's move to Cincinnati and another one that I hope isn't going to be a split, but it might be T Higgins. We'll see if he can play for him. Uh, this could be another good game, though. There's a lot of hard ones this week. The Bengals finally looked good. They got going. Joe Burrow got his stuff working out. He looked like he could put pressure on that leg and throw, sling it. Jamar Chase went off. It was against a poor, talent-poor Cardinals team, though. The Seahawks are better, and they've had two weeks to plan for this offense because they had the bye week. So it could be a close one, but I'm going to say that I trust Pete Carroll and this team to do just enough, probably in the fourth, to take this one. So I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah, this is a another toss-up game for me. Um, this is a game where I really like the Seahawks and what they have in their offense. Uh, they have a lot of pieces. 
Uh, I like Pete Carroll. Um, I like Geno Smith. Uh, it, it's really tough, tough one here. Um, I think the the Bengals though are just going to show a little bit more pers- perseverance and uh, come up with uh, the W. So split four. Oh my god! Go Burr, baby. So either I am going to like really <laughs> bring it back home, or you're going to just annihilate me at this point. We'll see what happens. Split four. That's crazy. Let's move to one that I really don't think is going to be a split then. 49ers heading into Cleveland to take on the... Yeah, this, this isn't a split. Browns. We both know where each other are going. Um, 49ers all day. 49ers uh, are going to win this all day. And the Browns fans better hope that it's a brownout. Uh, and they have a little bit of uh, forgetfulness in this game because they might not want to remember it. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a bad day. Um, we're really really gonna see where Watson is in his attempted return from the two years of not playing in this one because this is a very good defense and Watson could either go down shooting or he can go down whimpering like we're gonna see we're gonna see it but yeah Yeah, um Sean Watson might uh might be be victim to uh some assault himself this week so oh god (laughs) um (laughs) Let's push to the Saints heading to Houston and taking on the Texans. This is another tough one for me to pick. Uh, right now, we're not sure if Tank Dell is going to be back. He's still on concussion protocol, I believe. Juwan Johnson, the Saints tight end, is still possibly going to miss it. We'll see. But this could be a good one. The Saints, I feel like, have more talent right now. And maybe you said, maybe you can say they should win it. But for some reason, I still think. C.J. Stroud is going to make some big boy throws and take this one late in a tough, close game. I actually agree. Um, <laughs> I This was one I was tossing up, and I was uh, kind of going back and forth whether um, whether the Saints or Texans would pull this one out. And I, I like a lot of the Saints pieces, but the Texans have a very underrated defense, and they, they should be able to bottle the Saints offense up a little bit. And if Tank Dell is back and healthy, I think I'm more confident in this decision. But I, I think the Saints win this. I think right now, CJ Stroud's a better quarterback than, than Derek Carr. Um, and I, I'm, I'm coming with the Texans on this. I think, yeah. uh, think Texans are going to wrangle the Saints. Yeah, if the Saints can really get Kamara and like Olave going with like a couple big games, then they can take this one for sure. But yeah. Yeah, like I think the there. biggest... I think the biggest impact is going to be Kamara. If Kamara can get going, he's a difference maker in himself. I think he's way more of a difference maker than Olave. I mean, not not to say Olave is not a really good receiver. He's an excellent talent. He's done a lot so far in the league. But um, I just think Kamara is that X factor. Uh, and the Texans have been pretty decent, and they completely shut down Bijan last week. So uh, mm. outside of one one touchdown late in the game. Uh, they shut him down completely. You know, I'm just going to call it. Nico Collins catches a game winner. Write it down. Boom. Nailed it. Boom, baby. It I'm going to call uh, another thing. Uh, John Mechie actually has a good game this year. It's uh, this Maybe. week. I'm going to say it's his first uh, solid performance of the year. Uh, not a great game, but let's just say like 50, 60 yards, uh, like five catches. I like it. That's very doable. Uh, let's push. Colts heading to Jacksonville, taking on the Jaguars. This is a big game, and uh, Richardson is not going to be there for it, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, like we talked about, Minshew is a solid quarterback, so it should still be a good game. Zay Jones, we'll see if he can play. Like you talked about last uh, video, he's big for this offense to really get them going. Um, 
the winner of this game is going to take the division lead. I, I believe if I did my homework right, that is the division leader who takes this game. So huge game. The Jags showed up last week against a good Bills team. And I think they'll show up again here. I'm taking the Jags. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said about recency. Um, and when you're looking at the Colts and the Jags, the Colts have been, I think, overall the better performer to start the year. Um, but looking at recency, uh, the Jags played the Bills last week. Bills are a Super Bowl contender. And the Jags' offense showed up. Calvin Ridley woke up, uh, and I think Calvin Ridley is due for another good day against uh, a very beatable pass defense here for the Colts. And uh, I've got the Colts getting caught in a jungle trap here, and the Jags are kind of pounced. So uh, I have Jack as well. Cool. We're uh, not taking as many splits. We'll see if JT can get something going in this one too. He just got paid, so the Colts fans definitely want to see him show. But they're going to keep moving up, up, moving his production gradually. So um, they don't want to give him the full load right away. Um, Mm -hmm. Zach Moss is still productive, so it kind of welcomes that strategy to not not just push JT into it. So um, easing him along, uh, getting him up to speed. Etienne had a phenomenal game last week, so. Watch out for him, too. Who? Etienne. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even mention him. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, Yeah. Ridley and Kirk, I feel like we'll have good games in that one. But let's move. Panthers heading to Miami. Straight up murder. Come on. Let's let's be honest here. It's going to be a straight murder. But, hey, any given Sunday, right? Q, uh, Q Beeman, you know, a uh, little, little Jimmy Fox. Any given Sunday. Uh, Al Pacino screaming at you from the top of his lungs. <laughs> um, yeah, this one is, is the laugh for the week. Uh, but any any given Sunday, uh, right? So, like like you said, any given Sunday, Panthers. Who knows? Maybe they can pull it off. If the defense can slow down the Dolphins somehow. Um, maybe they can put up just enough points. Uh, but they'll be swimming in troubled waters in this one, and it's going to be mm-hmm. a pathetic performance. So, um this is this should be a no contest yeah no a chain no problem i think moster and i i really think they're gonna try to get jeff wilson to have a big game in in his first day back so watch out for that watch out let's move to the 4 p.m games the patriots heading to vegas to take on the master versus what is it disciple i guess game master versus disciple padawan padawan Padawan. yes no padawan apprentice apprentice Sith Lord and a print Padawan. <laughs> I don't know, but we got Bilicek versus McDaniel's in a possibly fun game. No, no, it's not going to be fun at all. No, um, not fun at all. Not fun at all. <laughs> uh, and not because the Raiders are amazing, but it's because the Pats are just terrible. So um, I think Crosby's going to have another big game. Uh, the Pats can't seem to stop any pass rush, and whether it's Mac Jones or Zappy out there, they're going to feel a lot of pressure, and they're going to be on their back. So. Um, I'm saying Patriots walk the plank in this one and go in Raiders. That makes a lot of sense. And I do want to take the Raiders, but I just don't think, I just don't think that Bilicek is going to let McDaniels come into his area and win this game. So I'm going to take, despite them looking absolutely horrendous the last few games and Mac Jones possibly not even starting in this one. I'm okay. still going to take the Patriots. Maybe this is why I have an L on my forehead, but it I'm might. taking the Patriots. <laughs> uh, but hey, I took the Cardinals last week. I took, uh, who's the other upset I did last week? The Vikings. I took a few upsets that probably shouldn't have been, didn't but pan out. we'll see. They didn't pan out. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I understand that Bill Belichick is like the greatest coach to ever, ever be in the NFL, possibly. 
Um, but they just look so bad right now. Like, yeah. they're giving up so many points. Their offense can't score. They scored three points in the last two weeks. Um, the Raiders don't have a great defense, but I think they have just enough of a defense. And what the hell are the pads going to do against Jacoby Myers and Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs? Like, there's just too many options yeah. there. True. It's also uh, it's also uh, Garoppolo versus versus Belichick. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think Garoppolo versus Mac. Garoppolo and McDan- and uh, and McDaniel's are both going to want the W real bad. And Jacoby Myers and Bill Myers was with the Pats last year, so He's it's not gonna, giving it to him. The comeback game for a few guys. Yeah, it is. I think Mac Jones, if he plays, will do better in this one, though. I don't. Nope. <laughs> not at all. He's he's done. He's out of the league. Out of the league, get him out of there. <laughs> no one even wants him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cue up, uh, cue up a Sith Lord there too. I don't know if you can do that, but Bing Bang Boom. Let's move to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Lions. This one, did you say game of the week? What were you talking about? Wait a minute. Are you talking about? I'm asking what one you want to have as the game. Oh, oh. I'll, uh, I'll get to it. I got it. I got oh, it in yeah. mind. This one was actually close. Detroit. And Tampa, I thought about this one being the game of the week. I think this is going to be a really good game. Uh, we'll see if Amon Ra plays. That'll be huge if he can get in. Gibbs, hopefully all the Lions injury, injured players can come for this one. And the Bucks, Mike Evans, He, uh, I think he's practicing. I got to look it up again. But, uh, yeah, he got hurt. So there's huge players that really need to play because this is a big game. Yeah. Um, yeah, if Mike Evans doesn't play, it's going to be really tough for, for Baker and, and company. But uh, – I just think the Lions are too good. Um, I think the Bucks are going to get lost at sea in this one, and the the Lions are going to come away with with a win. So the Lions are probably the third best team in the NFC. Uh, they should be right there and, and competing at the end of the season. And uh, their defense is very good compared to last year. And I think they'll be yeah. able to slow down the Bucks offense. And I don't think the Bucks defense uh, can slow down the Lions offense. Uh, the Lions offense is is very very good. True. Uh, I think if Amon Ra misses it, though, and if maybe the Bucks can just try to focus on stopping Montgomery, then the Lions could struggle a little bit. But I'm going to take the Lions, too, for sure. I think it'll be a fireworks game. I think I like the Bucks a lot better than you do, though. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just don't like Baker. Yeah, that's fair. I, I kind of like Baker, to be honest. But not mostly all the time. Mostly because he's a Sooner. Mm. And you don't like the Sooners because they beat Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we both take the yeah. Lions, though. Um, let's move to the Cardinals heading to Rams stadium. James Connor is going to miss this game. He's injured. So the Cardinals yeah, he might, he might get placed in the IR. Yeah. The Cardinals, I don't even know. Like they have, they just brought up Tony Jones from the saints. They got Keontae Ingram. They got Imari DeMarcado, some wild names in there but i don't even know Mercado was the guy that stepped up last week but granted they didn't have jones because they just picked him up from the saints squad and then ingram Ingram. wasn't even active last week so um while there is a huge push to for people to sign demarcado uh, i think you have to look at the fact that ingram wasn't active Mm -hmm. and then they didn't have tony jones so even if they go with demarcado i feel like it's likely a split yeah, was, I think he's a, he's a rookie this year, right? And he's undrafted. So I don't mm-hmm. think an undrafted rookie is just going to command the backfield. Yeah, it. Uh, I think the Cardinals are kind of screwed, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> in this one. I'm definitely taking the Rams. I think they're going to pull away. Uh, I don't know if it'll be early because the Cardinals do fight. They fight. 
but they're definitely going to pull away at some point. They're just too there's too much for the Cardinals. Coop and Puka should have big games, and that should be it. I agree. Uh, I think the Cardinals are going to get the horns in this one, and uh, the, the Rams are going to take the Cardinals out of flight. It's uh, um, should be Rams all day in my mind. Uh, the both Cardinals might keep it around for a little bit, but uh, the Rams just have too much with Cooper, with Puka, with Tutu, with Kyron. Um, mm. uh, there's too much for them to deal with. I agree. Yeah, let's move to your team, though. The Philadelphia Eagles heading the MetLife, taking yeah. on the Jets. Do you know if Fletch is going to be back? Um, I think he should be back. I think he was uh, – I don't think it was like a, he's fully out this week right away. I think it was um, more so kind of uh, being tentative with him. Um, I think he'll be back. Yeah, either I, way. Even if he's not, the Eagles defensive line is really good. Yeah. Either way, I'm, I'm thinking like there's a couple of good defenses here. But only one really good offense. So I think we're both taking your team, the Eagles. Could this be a Zach yeah. Wilson replacement game? I feel like he might do absolutely horrible. <laughs> he might do really bad. Uh, it might be a might be trouble for him with the Eagles' offensive line. And um, I really just think the Eagles are going to swoop down like birds of prey and pounce on the Jets' Jets uh, Jets offense. Really, so mm-hmm. um, it's a real top gun scenario. Except instead of Tom Cruise, it's Zach Wilson and a bunch of football players. Uh, and instead of fighter jets, it's well, the Jets. So um, the Eagles are going to leave them left in the tarmac and uh, come up with a W here. Yeah. Um, do you agree with me in thinking that this could be a Devontae watch game? I hope so. Because I think Sauce is going to do pretty solid. I'm assuming he's going to cover AJ. I'm assuming. I mean, the last few weeks, uh, it's been the AJ Brown show really after he got in Jalen Hurts' face about not throwing to him. Um AJ Brown can be a little bit of a diva sometimes. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that it'll be a sauce covering him a lot of the time. So, Devonta is going to be open, and they're really bad against tight ends. Uh, so, you could see another Dallas Goddard mm-hmm. game. Good points. We're both taking the Eagles then. Let's push to Sunday night football in our hitter. Giants heading to the Buffalo Bills Stadium. Yeah, I don't know. This might be awful. Saquon ate uh, Thomas. Daniel Jones might even miss it. Yeah, Giants are dead. They're dead in the water. <laughs> Bill yeah, should the, run uh, circles around them. Both a really the poor battle for New York action here, uh, New York fandom. But um, it's really going to be the little Giants that show up for this game. Uh, it's not going to be very good. Uh, the Bills are just too good. Even despite their injuries, uh, there's not really much the Giants offense is going to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Their only hope is to have Saquon Barkley back to really have any type of offensive identity and is he coming back? I, I don't know. We're probably not. not sure. he probably doesn't want he, to come back, right? Probably thought, just wants to be traded. He thought about – he was uh, almost like coming back last week, so maybe he'll be ready for this one. But even then, I don't think they're going to be able no. to do really here. It could one, be one that like thing. the Bills like offense weirdly struggles. They have those off games where they just they kind do. of don't perform well. Um, I think – a lot of it is because Josh Allen sometimes kind of plays down to the competition and tries to play hero ball. So instead of actually taking He's what real the defense Favre gives him, he just kind of slings it 55 yards down the field and overthrows the receiver a lot of times. Uh, and if he's not connecting those, he either puts up a ton of points or really struggles and throws like four picks. So uh, it could be a weird game. Um, and for that reason, uh, I just didn't have it as my stinker of the week, as my, my uh, any given Sunday game. Um, mm. but 
Yeah, Bills take this. Yeah, but uh, but one little fun thing: if DJ doesn't get the start, Terod Taylor could make the start against his old team. So, yay, Terod Taylor. I think James Look, Cook is going to get a lot of work I think, in this uh, one. Speaking of James, I think our buddy James would be very happy to see Terod Taylor. James was a big Terod Taylor guy. Mm, yeah. Good point. What is your shitter of the week? The shitter of the week? Um, Did you say it? I think it's also the any given Sunday game because uh, the Dolphins and Panthers, the Panthers just suck. Yes, so. sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe um, the Giants could be the any given Sunday game, too. It's really either for, either for me. Um, I think in my mind, I think I put the Giants as the any given Sunday and the Panthers as the shitter um, mm-hmm. just because the Panthers, I don't really see doing anything. Uh, the Dolphins offense doesn't really skip a beat unless they're playing a really good defense, which the Panthers aren't. Um, the Giants, I think and it's the ending of Sunday for me, uh, just because Bills sometimes don't show up and the Giants are a really weird team. So yes, they are. they're really weird. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Daniel Jones had a 33 point outing against the Cardinals early in the year. So if it's a game similar to that, like, who knows? Yeah, the defense, they could step up, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Let's Plus move the, the, to... the Bills just had so many injuries on defense, so a lot can happen. Mm. But real quick before I move to the next game, uh, trade alert. Uh, the Falcons oh. just traded for... Breaking uh, news! ...with the Rams for Van Jefferson. So uh, oh. Falcons get another receiver to add uh, to their poor quarterback play. Good for them. We'll see if it helps, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Um. Yeah, let's move, though, to Monday Night Football. Cowboys heading to the Chargers Stadium, where the Chargers don't usually get a lot of fans. So, I mean, maybe the Cowboys will have the stadium in their hands. Let's see. Uh, it'll be big to see if Eckler can play in this one. They had the bye week, so hopefully we'll see him back. And then hopefully Herbert's broken finger doesn't affect him either. I think this, and you might totally disagree with me, but I put this one as the game of the week. Okay. I, um, do you, do, do I don't. You, I don't. I don't know if we'll split on it, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, what you I take? Think, I yeah, we'll see. Game of the week, Chargers. They get two weeks to plan for the boys and heal the guys that I just talked about. They have tape from the 49ers game now that worked very well against the boys and that good apparently defense. The Cowboys, they really need to come back from a terrible loss, firing on all cylinders. I think CeeDee Lamb will get going. This isn't a Chargers defense that is known to be good. The Chargers, uh, they're too good to get shut down, but honestly, I don't trust their coaching staff. They like to lose big games. And the Cowboys, they just got shit on, and I think they're going to come out and try to make a statement here, even though I've been shitting on them this entire season. I'm taking the boys in my game of the week. All right, so... uh... We are splitting. Um, I knew it. <laughs> we are splitting. So let's leave it as game of the week then. So uh, I got the Chargers zapping the Cowboys and coming in and shocking Dallas Nation. Um, broken finger or not, I think Herbert is the far better quarterback in this game. Oh, agreed. Uh, Dak Prescott is pretty shit. Um, I think Khalil Mack can make a lot of noise this game. It'll be seeing Parsons versus Khalil. Um, and then – Big thing for the Chargers if they get Eckler back this week. Um, because they're getting Eckler back, that is one of the best offensive players in football. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see the Cowboys stopping him like they couldn't stop Christian McCaffrey. Um, I, I see the I see the Charger Nation taking this. Yeah, and I knew you would. That's why I'm screwing myself over and making that the game of the week. 
All right. Well, uh, let's hope you get an L again. Make it five let's weeks hope. in a row. Oh, God. That just means I have to root for the Cowboys. Oh, why did I do that? <laughs> I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Um, we do have a couple teams on the bye, on a bye week, uh, the Packers and the Steelers. Um, the Packers, Aaron Jones, they got a lot of injured stars. They got to heal up and hopefully come back strong. Yeah, Jones got to heal up. Uh, Watson still isn't fully healthy. He's got to heal up. Yep. So You can tell. Um, and then the Steelers, hopefully Deontay Johnson's fine after they come back. He should be coming off He's IR. He's supposed to be coming back so. after this week, yeah. Um, yeah. They've been saying for a while they expect him back week seven. So uh, cool. that's huge for your offense. Free move, too tight end yeah yeah so a couple of teams that kind of needed the buy here yeah that's all i got for them though <laughs> last week i talked a little too much about the bye week so <laughs> yeah that's um, pretty much everything yeah so that that uh that covers it all uh so please like comment subscribe if you don't like what you talked about if you don't like that i uh just changed everything up and went for the cowboys talk crap let me know um Talk crap to Fred, please. Yeah, yeah if, you don't like, if you don't like how much I shit on Mac Jones and the Patriots, let me know <laughs> in the comments. Um, I think you shit. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do, and you have another uh, another option for them besides Will Greer. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, also think the Panthers might be good and Bryce Young isn't a bust, then comment for that as well. But I think he's a bust, and uh, the Panthers are so Fred, where can people find us yeah you can check us out on instagram uh you can see our fantasy uh waiver predictions stardom situm injury updates really anything there uh check out our twitter check out tiktok uh you can see us wherever you get your podcasts uh primarily amazon apple and spotify uh yeah uh and then sure. obviously check us out here on youtube uh see our lovely mugs and uh uh Get the insights, get the recaps, and like, subscribe, follow. Until next time, flea bags and flea bag nation. Peace out. Later. Um.